Clayton Lewis to Bill Tuiloma, who fancied his chances from distance there. He is known as something of a set-piece specialist in the MLS, where he has scored from distance on numerous occasions with Portland Timbers. Very swiftly closed down on this occasion, Bill Tuiloma. For breaking soccer news, for insight that excels, for expert analytics, you better go somewhere else. Portland Bay Soccer Podcast. Enjoy it now, cause it probably won't last. Patches, poop, they cover it all, they'll discuss everything except football. Portland Bay Soccer Podcast. Welcome to episode 53, season 3, episode 9 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Move over, Timbers. Here come the Larks. Although, maybe not. We'll see about that. My name is Greg, and I'm coming at you from Northwest Portland. Hey, it's Randy. I'm in Northeast Portland. Hi, Josh Westland. Hey, Jonathan from Northeast Portland. <laughs> I don't know what's more irritating, your your affectation or Josh's. <laughs> well, instead of worrying about that stuff, Randy, why don't we just jump right into some listener feedback? Yeah, Randy. If you guys remember from uh, the game that I sat in the Timbers Army that we discussed, uh, we complained about how the, the match start time was jacked up by NASCAR, and then we received some listener feedback. They didn't sign the email, but the email address had the name Tom Boland in it. So I'm assuming that's who this actually is. Um, And he wrote, hey, dumbass Jonathan, I listened to the (laughs) podcast. Philly kickoff was 7.25 p.m. before the delay. For nationally televised matches on FS1 or Big Fox, look at the MLS website schedule, and it has the actual kickoff time below the start time, usually 25 to 38 minutes later. Other local TV kickoff times are around eight plus minutes from start time. You're welcome. Hey, Tom, eat shit. Facts don't matter. I uh, don't care about what you read on the Internet. Uh, I'm smart. Uh, Also, also, who's the dumbass? He's the one that listened to the podcast. Yeah, I was like, who's dumber now, Tom? Tommy Boland, whatever your name is. Is that your real name? I challenge you to a duel. Yeah, you're going to leave the light on for me, Tom. Yeah, Tombo Debt Motel 6. We get it. We get it. It's cool. No big deal. And then (laughs) another bit of unofficial feedback. I believe this is from Greg. Uh, What did you say, Greg? Uh, I was getting shit at the warehouse for not uh, releasing more episodes in a timely manner. Oh, well, that's that's good, though. That means people want to hear us. To which I told them, the podcast free. Stop complaining. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. We all got jobs, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's free for you guys. I'm the one paying. And can you tell us who complained so we can publicly shame them? Lionel and Imran. Mm. Both of you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what? This... Man up and call the podcast at 503-583-4235 and tell us with your own mouths. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. This is like um, going to those punk shows where the bands are 
and trying to aggravate their own fans to, to, prov- <laughs> to, to make make it more interesting. I actually have a punk label reference for later in the episode when we get into what you're going to talk about. Uh, but uh, did we skip over the whole? We sure did. You know what we're going to talk about? What are we going to talk about, Randy? We're going to talk about a little bit about that last game with the LA Galaxy. And then we're going to talk about MLS and Apple, a match made in capitalism. Are we going to talk about why Josh is here? Um, I guess we could. I mean, we'll hi. Figure it out. So mm-hmm. short I can't conversation. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because mm-hmm. I'm paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we value you for your money, Josh. Clearly. Huh. Speaking well, of isolating listeners, uh, Mark Prinzmetal is going to stop listening to us if we don't do a beer review. So. Oh, hey guys! Um, He's so old. Does he even know how to listen to a podcast? Hold up, guys. Oh, that nice cold sound. I have chosen a Big Juice Smoothie from Three Magnets Brewing coming in at 8.8% ABV. Oh, boy. Uh, And I got two of them, so this is going to be a good podcast. I was at Three Magnets on Saturday. Oh, no shit. Yeah. What did you consume while you were there? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember what I had. Kelly had, it was like a, a Huckleberry Shandy. And it was amazing. Talk dirty to me. Go on. Yep. Talk about Shandy from Three Magnets. Delicious. I don't mean to steal the segment from Outer Roses because the beer cracking is definitely theirs. They were the first podcast in the history of podcasts to ever do that. So I really want to be. Didn't Greg do that on our podcast? I did it once and you all called me stupid. Yeah. And then he got drunk and um, (laughs) sent us voicemails. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But Mark Prince Metal uh, makes us do it, so it's not it's not our fault. Journalism, journalism. <laughs> What's uh, how, so? How is it? What's let's talk about it. What oh, is it? Mm, it is quite tasty for an eight point eight percent beer. You don't really know that you're drinking something what that heavy. People IPA night. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, it doesn't taste like cough medicine. No, it actually tastes really good. Um, they can date is 420 no big deal so it's a little <laughs> bit old for kind of a big juice bomb ipa but in a can i'll, I'll still take it as long as it was cold okay huh. all right but i i would recommend this beverage to anyone who's looking to get it i had to give a shout out to my friend adam davis who while i was down uh, for the count with covid dropped me off some beers so i wouldn't be alone without beer you got covid yeah dude so word on the street is if you go to Vegas and you don't wear a mask, you probably catch COVID. Or even if you wear a mask because masks are useless. Oh, oh Josh. Jesus, Josh. I mean, we'll again, establish that it is uh, not a real pandemic. It's not real. It's just the flu. So that but... picture of you chugging fireball, you were just chugging straight COVID elixir from a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I, so it was really interesting. So I got to Vegas on Thursday, I think it's June 8th. And I beat Brianna there by four hours. I flew in from Portland. She flew in from San Francisco. And, you know, I wore my mask at the airport and on the plane like I normally do. And as soon as I got to Las Vegas, it was very clear that the pandemic does not exist there. And it was almost like the opposite. Like, you know, if you're in Portland, you see someone without a mask, like you'd publicly shame them and be like, blah, blah, blah. In Vegas, it was the opposite. It's like people saw you wearing a mask, like whatever, loser. And yeah. Uh, once you start drinking, you take off your mask anyway, and then you stop thinking about it. And 
we made it through though. So I got there on a Thursday. We didn't leave until Sunday. I was totally fine. No, no symptoms of anything. Uh, and then on Wednesday afternoon, it hit like a ton of bricks where I was like, all right, I'm not doing anything at work. And so Brianna's still fine. And then on Thursday morning of last week, I wake up, I've been taking COVID tests every day after I travel anyway, just out of paranoia and take a COVID test and sure as shit positive on Thursday. And I've taken so many COVID tests that, you know, you wait for the 15 minutes to see if a line shows up at all. And after I was actually positive, it was instantly the thickest, blackest line I've seen on a COVID mm. test. And uh, and so Brianna was like, great, I'm going to escape the the COVID. And she left for the coast and left me at home, which is why Adam brought me beer. And uh, and then unfortunately, she ended up uh, getting it anyway. So we're not even sure if we got it in Vegas, but maybe on the way home. I don't think people even in Portland on Monday. I don't think people are wearing masks that much in Portland anymore. Oh, no, I just meant it like from like in the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not as in like recent times, but sure. Um, overall, COVID was fine for me. It was uncomfortable for the three days, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Just... Saturday was stupid watch. Saturday was a little bit <laughs> shitty, but um, only like a massive head cold and a slight cough. But other than that, I was I was fine. Okay. It's still fake. It's not a real thing. Gotcha. So should we move on to talk about uh, the Timbers versus LA Galaxy? Oh, this is a Timbers podcast, huh? Yeah. I didn't even watch the game, so you guys talk. I'll just um, sit here and listen. Okay. That's great. <laughs> this is the this was the thing I was mentioning earlier that you could, if you get the urge to say that, <laughs> just, just don't say it. Just, just avoid it. Um, uh, uh, hey. We, it was a draw, 1-1. One, one. Um, I thought we were going to win that one, and we generally, generally looked like we were going to win that game most of the time. And then uh, we had a goal. What, what minute? What, the Jolovich? What was that guy's name? He came in. What, when did he get subbed in? Sort of the second half of the game. He's the guy that's fighting for Chicharito's spot. Um He's been hot, and uh, Mabia did not mark him very well, and he got a really nice header in. How'd you got any? First of all, besides Josh, the rest of you guys watched the game. I did, I, Greg. I, I tried to. Um, I was at a noisy bar with less than awesome company, so it was really difficult. You were there with Josh. <laughs> Josh would have been an improvement. If you have something oh. nice, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything. That's what my grandma used to tell me all the time. Yeah. Well, I watched the game and I I really thought the Timbers were going to win. And I was excited to get, you know, of course, everyone loved to beat LA Galaxy. But I really don't understand the subs. So if... And maybe I'm getting too far along into the game itself, but I don't understand why Mora is coming on for five minutes when you're up one to nothing away at LA. I, I of course you want to get him minutes to get him started, but I don't understand what five minutes on the field would do for him in the grand scheme of getting game ready when you're up one nothing like protect the lead, put in another defender, do a five man back line. I just don't understand how that makes sense. It's Geo, man. Is is subs he makes them at least he makes subs 
we had Caleb Porter, there would be like no subs until the 89th minute. But would we have wins? I don't know. Maybe not. He's not doing so well either. No, I, it just, I don't know if you go into this game and it, it, everything I watched, I, I don't get any feeling from the Timbers. Like there doesn't feel to be any unity on the field. There's no, there's no cohesion. There's no, there's no spark. Like Blanco last year was the spark and Espria last year was the spark. And neither one of them are, are doing anything. Uh, I mean, we mostly ran that game sort of for the, you know, maybe two thirds of it. We were, we were, Definitely the team that looked like they were going to do something. What stood out to me, even though I had a really hard time focusing, um, I couldn't hear the match, but I was reading the captions. And after we gave up that late goal, I read one of the announcers say, uh, the Timbers inability to close out matches comes back again to haunt them. Yeah. And I just go, the things that people say, the inability to close out matches, the starting soft, the we're only a counterattacking team. Uh, we've been saying these things for so many years. Uh, like, how many years do you have the same problems, and why do those problems keep recurring, season hmm. after season after season? Like, that's, that's a fair question. Really big question. I mean, maybe we are just a counterattacking team. And that's fine because when we do counter, we're very, very lethal. But you can only do that if you don't give up goals and you can always win one to nothing. Yeah. And our defense is, again, Mabiala. And again, it's like you make oh, one mistake God. in the end of the game. He just completely didn't mark him. I like I like Larry's, but I just he I just he does this all the time, man. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to move on from Larry's. Um, it's worth noting that we did not have two Loma. Ooh, our second or our tied for first goal scorer. Center did back. you guys, did you guys watch his, uh, international match? I did. No, uh, I did too. I um, did too. he's, he's good. <laughs> he's <laughs> actually really good. It's kind yeah. of sad that they ended up losing that game and he was involved directly in that play where they gave up the goal to, to Costa Rica, but it was, it's still like overall, not his fault. Oh, God, but, Costa Rica had no business winning that game. And that, that was, wasn't that like the first five minutes or something like that? Like a dumb yep. thing right in the very beginning. Awful. And then New Zealand was all over those guys for the rest of the match. It was insane. Um, it was a real bummer that they didn't win. Golden boot bill. We love you. We miss you. We know that you listen to this podcast. We wish New Zealand luck, <laughs> but please lose so you can come back to the Timbers. Hey, he's on his uh, way back. Do it's we over. do we think? Okay, so this is a disappointing result, but still, away at the Galaxy, this is a pretty decent result. A draw is um, no, or, no, it's not a good result. I don't care if it's a technically if it's technically a good result. It's another bad result for the Timbers. Okay, when we should have won the game on the heel of three other losses. Yeah, that was that was my question. Greg? Normally a uh, a draw on the road, you know, a road point's a good point normally. We need something to kick us into gear. We need something to feel good about. We need something to keep our spirits high. Spirits are not high. Um, I'm gonna go out on out on are they? 
You think the team's got a bad, bad, uh, do you think the vibe's not good, man? You can tell on the field. Mm, Okay. Can you though? Uh, I'm going to go. You think they're jiving? I didn't get the, uh, I don't get the impression that they're unhappy bunch of, bunch of fellows on the pitch. They're all professional athletes. They're all uh, happy when they win. I'm going to uh, go out on a limb here. Hey, um, Josh, what's your opinion? Well, my opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, did I wake you? Yeah, sorry. Well, I wasn't. I thought I wasn't supposed to talk. So, but I. Th- what was the question? <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Um, no, I, really, I think that um, we should. Oh no! Now I completely forgot it. That's that's okay. That's, yeah, that's that's no, that's right. the question was, what do you think? Like based on all the the results? Yeah, I think we're not in the best headspace. Um, there's something that's not clicking, and it could be the fact that there's not that much fan support. It could be that there's like who knows what's going on behind the scenes. We never know. You know, there could, yeah. anything could. Be, but also, this time of the year, we're never doing good. Summertime. So, this time of the year, we are doing good. This is the time of year when we start. No, to we be usually good. start in July. Yeah, this is when we would normally start to kick it into high gear and get. And some once results. we, yeah, but we have to get a result, and then I think maybe we'll turn it around. Who knows? The well, season was... started early because of World Cup. This would be July in any other year. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. It's like so. One, I read that Geo gave the players basically three days off, specifically saying like, "Hey." Go home, like get your shit together. Let's come back, you know, head, heads, you know, head in the game. And then, but again, it's not doing anything. And you would assume like that huge win, the seven goal game would be the, like the catalyst to get everything moving. Cause we had had a shit run of results before that as well. And it just, it hasn't done it. And there's no, there's no spark. And I, I just don't even know how, how you fix it. Like, I think the culture sucks and maybe that comes from the front office uh, down into the team, but whatever it is, it's not working. But again, hilariously, as we're complaining, and I brought this in the notes here, we're still only four points off a playoff spot, so it's not even like it fucking matters anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah do you think that? Do you think they're all bummed out because they couldn't understand what the uh, LA Galaxy supporter group um, anti Merit Paulson Tifo was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first part, they're like, oh, that makes, or I can't remember the order, but they're like, half of that makes sense. Half of that, I don't understand what they're talking about. So I saw the, the Tifos and I, I liked the idea of it, but I could not get what the explain comparison it. was. Explain it. No, I, I can't explain it because I don't get well, it. Tell them what they were. Tell people what they were in case they didn't see it. Oh, it called out, it's a like Merit Paulson tweets about tackles or something yes it said Merritt paulson uh on tackles and it didn't say anything else and then said Merritt paulson on abuse, abuse and had the emoji the shush emoji it required oh. it required a hell of a lot of like wait c- can i not see something did somebody drop the end they were holding is is right really felt like there was a but it has an at symbol in front of it yeah oh my okay and in any case, and any time you have to sit there and ponder over what the meaning is, it's 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 not a good effort. I appreciate the effort. I appreciate what they meant. Yes, uh, very poorly executed. Okay, here's here's what I'm gonna my a lukewarm take. I I don't know if that I appreciate the effort that there that the the consensus is is that at tackles merits complained um, twice about 
really horrific tackles made by the Galaxy. The first one being that uh, oh. De Jong tackle on Nagby that looked like he broke his ankle, but um, he recovered miraculously. And then the last one being the I can't remember who it was, but Williams tackled uh, Polo and ended his season. And and so to me that that I mean. I don't know if you're if you're complaining about somebody else's behavior. Don't bring up your own team's shitty behavior. I think maybe they're saying like you're willing to be vocal when you see something like this. Why are you right. not vocal when you say about, something like? Well, this? that's why the emoji has like the finger in front of the mouth, like a shush. Yeah, uh, I get it, but I'm just saying when your team has done some heinous things to individuals, you know, it's not abuse. So it's different, but don't bring your own team's. Sh- don't try to it almost yeah. is like, hey, we're justifying our shitty behavior because your behavior is worse. It smells a little bit like what aboutism. Yeah. Yeah. But Greg, uh, explain what aboutism to someone. <laughs> yeah, Greg. The uh thing that makes me happy though is you know that Merritt saw that. Someone showed oh, that yeah. to him, and so he's still getting hassled by other teams. That's Dude, he that, deleted his Twitter account. Well, he doesn't mean he didn't see it. I didn't see that. I don't know. I, I mean, like, in, yeah. like, I think it's amazing. Like it's, he is, uh, I imagine like his dad, you know, sits him down by the fire and says, <laughs> listen here, little merit. You can't del- get on the internets and debate with those dweebs. You're a business owner. You he deletes to- his Twitter account every six months though. No, he, he stops tweeting every six months, but his account is still active. Yeah. And then he, uh, you know, will then you know clearly do some drugs or something and go on a bender and start tweeting all the things he shouldn't tweet. And then, uh, but his his now soon to be real lack of engagement with the fan base, I think, is going Supposedly. to crush him. Yeah. For those of you wondering, what aboutism is like when somebody says, "Hey, Greg, <laughs> you're real. You bring nothing to the podcast," and then I go, "Yeah, but yeah. what about Josh?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's Truth. a fair question. I'll yeah. take the what aboutism on that one. Yeah. So I, I I'm still very very frustrated with everything on the field and I got an email from my ticket rep saying like how's everything going? Are you loving your seats? I'm like, yeah, everything except for the abuse and the game day uh performance, but other than that, yeah, the seats are great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really respond that way? No, I'm way yeah. too much of a chicken shit to actually. Yeah, he's, like he's all talk. Yeah, hundred mm. percent, uh, I'll talk. I mean, it's just your ticket rep. It's not like they're going to do anything. I know they're going to be like, your tickets are oh, gone, unless they have like a you know in the Salesforce database or whatever they have like a tick this box for <laughs> a- anti you know combative or whatever you know anti merit. This guy's possibly Antifa. Hmm. He wears all black. Uh, okay. So I don't know. My, I, I'm, I'm letting to uh, let this match slide a little bit. I want to see what the next performance is like. I mean, you put that Do at the end of the match. Yeah, the end of the episode. So we can we can talk about that briefly. But yeah. the last thing I'll say is that Jeremy Abobasi is leading the league with nine goals. That's not very many goals. To be leading for with. halfway through the season? Are you kidding me? Is, are we? It's only, like, it's like a twenty what, goal what, season. What what game is this? Is it is it really halfway through? Like yeah, I, we're, we're close to. Halfway. I don't even think we're quite at halfway yet. Your mom's He's having halfway. a twenty goal season, huh? Jeremy, good for you, Mister. Oh, uh, 
we are close to halfway. Uh, teams have played upwards of 16 and 17 games. Oh, we got nothing to worry about then. <laughs> I don't know if you guys read any of Matt Doyle's stuff, but every time he brings up Jeremy Abobasi, he puts in parentheses, I have no idea why Portland played him out of position for three years. <laughs> he it's does so that true. every time. He it will not let it go. have to do with the fact that Gio doesn't know how to manage? How dare what? you say that about my friend's friend? <laughs> um, Let's move on, man. Let's talk about the big thing. What about should we replace Nizgoda? <laughs> no. <laughs> let's talk Blanco? about let's talk about what? Replace Van Rankin. Oh man, the announcers really were were uh, going on about him. They liked the uh, well, it was Jake Ziven and his color commentary guy was he really appreciated the effort Van Rankin was putting on. He, he had a great game against the galaxy in fairness. If it, yeah. like, he really played pretty well, he was all over the place and um, uh, didn't have, you know, a stupid red card or a second yellow or whatever, but it's just like one good game out of seven games isn't good enough to be in MLS. It's not even good enough to be in USL two. Is, is the transfer window done? No, it's about to open. Oh, it hasn't opened yet? No, I think it opens July 1st. Journalism, come here for the news. <laughs> Does it even matter? Okay. Yeah. Um. So should we talk about this Apple thing? What Apple thing? Who's Apple? Tim Apple. Tim Apple? <laughs> Tim Apple bought MLS. He bought the whole thing. He now owns all Tim Apple teams. met with Don MLS? Yes, nine dollars. Tim Apple adopted Don MLS. Um, nope, folks, we're here to talk about the, the new broadcasting deal, the new ten-year broadcasting deal, um, with Apple buying the rights outright to every single MLS broadcast for hardly any money around the world. Um, it's pretty exciting. Exciting news. I am sweating like a hoe in church, my friend. I am so pumped. It's, uh, you know what, I'm not going to, like, well, part of the deal is that there's no more local broadcasts, no matter what. Um, and so everyone was going, a couple of people were going on about uh, the standardized start times. And um, t- to me, I was like, is that really important? Like, do we really care uh, about the standardized sport time, start time? Um and my answer is, I guess, yes, because Ooh, I, well, no, I don't actually care about the start time. But I, one thing I'm not going to miss, I was trying to watch this last game and I was in the middle of painting my kitchen. And so I had the game on the DVR and I was watching about a 45 minute delay and we finished painting the kitchen and I go to uh, turn the game on the recording and I missed the first 30 minutes because ESPN decided they were going to show college World Series of baseball. And I was like, are you? I'm not going to miss that. I am not going to miss that one bit. I first of all, my first question is, why? Why didn't you pay someone to paint your kitchen? But we can cover that at a later time. <laughs> because uh, I'm poor, Jonathan. Yeah, well, figure it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> second i felt the exact same way so i was very excited i'm like cool it's gonna be on espn i pulled up my fubo 
and I go to ESPN and then it's like, of course, it's not starting on time. And then I see the note saying, oh, you got to go to ESPN three. But then ESPN three wasn't on Fubo. So I go to the ESPN app where I have a, you know, Disney plus Hulu ESPN subscription. But something isn't right with the subscription because it wouldn't show me the game. Uh, and then I and it was just like fiasco trying to. So I watched the first 30 minutes in Spanish, which I don't speak very much Spanish at all. And it's stupid. You're right, Randy. I will not miss any bit of trying to get national priority on television and just the ability to watch every freaking match. Yeah. A lot of people are not going to miss that. They're going to be excited about, you know, you know exactly where to get it. Um, one of the, the guy that writes the daily kickoff newsletter on um, MLS, uh, he said something which like, I mean, like he was giving it the hard sell, but he was saying also there's all after, have you guys realized that all the kickoff times are going to be standardized more or less, except for a few occasions where they can't get something so, worked out. Yeah. They he, can't get he, stadium access. Yeah. He was trying to say that no afternoon games means less tired players and the product on the field will be better. And I'm like, come on, dude, that is a bit of a stretch. So the standardized start times uh, and maybe we don't know the details yet, or you know some of these details. Does that mean like all the East Coast games are kicking off at exactly seven thirty, and all the West Coast games are kicking off at four thirty? So they all start at the same Probably, time. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's maybe seven thirty in the time zone that they that they play in. I, I don't hate know. that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, Greg, I'm on your team because like on Saturday when I was sitting at home bored with COVID by myself. I got to watch MLS all day. Yeah, and... I love waking up on a Saturday, turning on the like, you know, the early uh yeah. East Coast game that started at like eleven local time. Yeah. And then yeah. just like going about doing my chores, cleaning up, you know, you should being hire lazy. people for that. Yeah, what are chores? Um, I'm I'm right there there with you, Greg. I, I like to do that too. And I don't even necessarily pay attention to the game the whole time, but uh, it's just cool to be able to especially now that there's no premier league games on um, just to be able to turn that on and be like, Oh, what's going on with the, the crew versus uh, whatever in Miami. And, and, you know, if you watch it, you watch it, you don't have to, but I like the, I like being able to do that. Yeah. That's a bummer. So I will miss that. That is, that is a bummer. The other thing, another interesting thing is, is um, they're going to hire what they think they said we're getting, I'm getting all this information from the, an article in the athletic. And so that has more of the details. Um, I don't know why they didn't drop more of these details themselves. Um, but uh, they said that they're going to hire ML, uh, 10 to 14 broadcast teams and you're not going to have a broadcast team that broadcasts every, every game for a particular team. It's just going to be the, the rotating crew. Yeah. That so could be weird. weird. Yeah, because um, yeah. when you hear when you watch like those kind of games, and they have no like they don't have the in depth knowledge that the regular broadcasters have. So I hope they have better soccer broadcasters than baseball, because there was a baseball game on Apple TV, and the people were calling it, and one of them was like, "Yeah, I, I think the Colorado Rockies joined in the modern era," and his <laughs> co-host was like. The modern era started in 1902, so that's a yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, so they're about as good as we are. We they, should be calling games. They, uh, Apple TV Plus. Yes. 
Let's Hopefully see if we can get that hookup. They learn from that experience. But the other thing about that is I think it's um it's actually MLS that's gonna pay for the production of all this stuff. Yeah, that it's was be crap. Like their um was, their trophy, you know, the big um cup <laughs> at the match that was just flopping around. Oh my god, the floppy cup. So, um, so they're going to have DP color commentators for some matches and just Pam yeah, color commentators you can have for other two ones. DP commentators <laughs> yeah. uh, per per uh, per whatever. But I heard Joe actually... Buck's going to be doing it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, can you please bring back Harry Carey and uh, Alexi. Um, oh, if Alexi Lawless gets hired by MLS, I will burn the whole thing down. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead. Let's say the money part of this, which was interesting because Randy you said that like MLS is going to pay for the broadcast. And if you read deeper into the athletic article, like one of the things that was really blown up as a really exciting part of this was as the profits come rolling in and any subscribers over a certain amount, that profit goes directly or a portion goes to MLS, which is supposed to go towards the teams in terms of salary cap space and general allocation money, which is very exciting. However, MLS has the right to write off their broadcast investment from that quote unquote profit. So yeah. the chances that those teams <laughs> actually get that nil. money to build the Ross. Yeah. nil. Uh, which, you know, come on, man. Completely nil. They're, they'll, they'll write, write off a bit of it and then they will, they will start to, to pass I, that on to the team. They will not pass it on. It's money. They will not dude. This is like straight out of like punk record label. One Oh one where if you have to pay your band actual royalties, you don't. You just find a way to say you spent so much money on marketing and advertisements yep. uh, yeah, but for them, and you keep all that money for yourself, and you overinflate your crop. Like, I'll send you a link, and you guys should read it. It's about Victory Records, and it's the exact oh, exactly this that. story. Yeah, yeah, but the, the whole reason they wanted to get a, a fancy broadcasting deal and they, they made everyone end this so they could sell all the rights at once and, and achieve this kind of goal was obviously to get more money because, but you know, they sure they want to have money for themselves, but they also want to be able to put more money into their teams. They don't need to put more money into the teams. There's no relegation or anything. Oh, it's that's, just the same teams play every year. Why do they need uh, more money? Yeah. To get to take care of the number one complaint for people watching the league is that the quality of play is not as good as the other. As and other it's leagues. never going to get better. You're not going to get some star player without there's there's no consequences. They need money to That's pay people to paint their kitchens. Yeah. <laughs> Relegate. Dude, that is a stupid argument. Relegation is not the thing that's keeping. No, you're wrong, Randy. Dude, Josh you're is, wrong, Josh man. Is, Josh is right. You're you you guys are nuts, man. Relegation no the lack of relegation is the thing that keeps 150-year-old teams from stopping to exist. But maybe they should what? stop existing if they're not good. Just because you're still bent out of shape from Burnley doesn't mean that you should uh, hold MLS to a different standard. <laughs> Burnley is gonna have a tough road to get back into the Premier League. They've lost a ton of good guys. They're gonna lose Nick Pope. It's not gonna be good, man. No, dude, but so... Let's become it, a Tottenham supporter. Yeah, just... I I invited you to be a Spurs supporter in the beginning, Randy, and you shunned me. I was already... I can't... I'm not... I don't... Not the kind... I had already made a decision. I can't just, like... No, eh. it was pre-Burnley. Well, now was, you have to have a Premier League sense. team. I can't no, wait to see Shrewsbury play Burnley in League One. <laughs> <laughs> and lose. Yeah. 
And you know why that could happen? It's because of because teams make really bad decisions based on the promise of promotion and all the money oh, they get from promotion. That's their fault. Yeah, and it's a and it's a it's been well demonstrated that only a few teams can handle that. And the rest of them end up paying for so, it. So that's fine with me because there'll be other teams who will make it to the quote unquote Premier League or MLS. Uh, and I, again, teams, it's funny with, with Obobese being in uh, first place for goals scored and San Jose still in last place. And they're in last place like every fucking year and they have no incentive to go uh, or do anything because it just doesn't matter. Yeah, because they're in Silicon Valley. Every tech firm probably has multiple season tickets. You know, they make their money without even people being there. It doesn't even matter. And there's also, again, there's no consequence. I mean, they're not going to make that much money if nobody shows up. They are. They're making just as much money because people are already buying the tickets. They're just not going to the game. Uh, No, that's not... Nope, Josh is right. So, so every seat in that stadium is a season hold, ticket holder seat. Yep, totally. Probably <laughs> a big chunk of them, though. Right. Okay, we're but getting, that's like saying getting, that. Like, getting off topic. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's go back to the MLS deal. We're gonna lose uh, some of the. We're gonna. You know, we're not gonna get to hear so Liam talk energy. about the talk. Of, he's not gonna. We're gonna miss uh, his insights on the Pomo line and all the stuff that you can't understand him saying, which is gonna be a bummer. Um, you're going to get the same 10 to 14 teams calling every match, um, which for a lot of teams, that's going to be an upgrade. If you've ever listened to some of those matches on ESPN plus the, the local teams have just really, really bad broadcasting teams. I, I think the Timbers team, I think our team does pretty good. Especially Do you think Zivin and Ridgey will get hired by Apple? I think Zivin could be. Well, they're going to be hired by the league. They won't be hired by Apple. They'll be hired by MLS, if that's what I understand. I hope Zivin does. I think he does a really good job. I think he's got a good chance, considering he does national games for ESPN now, too, on occasion. Yeah, but to Josh's point, which he was saying earlier before we got off on our tangent, was uh, it's it's when you don't have a local fan or someone who's like focused on the specific team, you can lose out on a lot of the part of the broadcast and uh, like local knowledge, like what's going on in the locker room kind of stuff. And if it's just some random bro that comes in from, you know, LA to come do the game, it's not really as exciting as having Zivin and Richie who care about the team. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, uh, Z- Zivin might not even want the job, uh, Shut up, Greg! I believe all the <laughs> the radio uh, broadcast teams will still remain intact. The local radio broadcasts, right? So, like, if Zivin lives here in Portland and he doesn't want to leave Portland, he might just take that and yeah. You, that that was an interesting bit. You do have the, the option of the article to the the option to listen to the r- local radio broadcasts at the same time. Listening yeah, to, to make radio- it like baseball. Yeah, that's such a baseball thing to listen to the radio broadcast with a TV on. While you're at the game. Well, yeah. Well, usually that's because that's a uh, oh yeah, and and they're not synced, right? There's always a delay between the two. Always. Yeah. But imagine um they manage to the radio broadcasters are watching the are watching the Apple feed, I would I would have to guess. And so there's a chance if that's synced 
within the Apple feed that they'll they'll be on time. And so you could just effectively be watching your local broadcast team cover. Yeah. I got to imagine Zake, Jake would probably take that that gig no matter what, though, because and he's obviously shown that um, he has bigger aspirations by the fact that he has called a bunch of ESPN matches for other teams. Yeah. Jake, we know that you're sitting right next to uh, Bill Tuoloma in the car listening to us, and we're rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> I heard Jake was moving to Vegas and starting their team. Uh, what's funny is I didn't like Jake when he started because he was he had such a nasally voice, and I kind of liked the other guy. But um, now I've come to really like Jake, especially when somebody scores a goal, he gets really excited. Dude, he's mega pumped. Yeah. I, I like it. Mega. So but, it's a lot of money that MLS is getting, but, um, but it's not it's, compared to what the other like leagues get. Yeah. No, dude, but you have to look at like what MLS historically got. I know. Um, and then you look at their viewership and you're like, oh, this is a great deal. It was, it, I think one of the things, all things considered, they, they tabbed up um, all the, the national stuff. Um, they, I think they got 90 million last year for all broadcasts wrapped up. Yeah. And so and this that is was split with like U.S. soccer, right? Or they gave a portion to U.S. soccer. I think that's the yeah, part. Yeah, that's the that weirdest it, thing. I, I think the 90 million was not the part that was split with U.S. soccer. I'm not sure. What's it called? It, like Soccer United Marketing? journalism we come with facts and so this is twice as much as the other one but um they have to take all that production stuff and pay for that yeah which again they're going to write off so the the teams will get the money to get the the teams built out we discussed this hey you know i I read some people or i read somewhere that um in 10 years this is not going to look like a good deal because they're going to be like we should have made more money MLS, MLS is just yeah. a marketing yeah. scheme anyways. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Scheme. You know what people are not going to need anymore now that there's not going to be regional blackouts? What? Turkeys? NordVPN. NordVPN. Oh, this, this <laughs> podcast is only being brought to you by NordVPN for the rest of this year. Oh, just, now, hey, imagine how much money we'll make once uh, Apple sponsors our podcast. Yeah, dude, we're going to be rolling in it. I'm going to buy so many Starburst. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to do something. Um, but honestly, I am super excited about it overall because one, consistently, we can watch all the games that we want to watch, and I won't have to be dicking around with a HD, you know, antenna tuner or Nord VPN or my work VPN trying to sign into ESPN.com to catch a random whatever feed. Um, ESVPN? Uh, yeah, ES, this is brought to you by ESVPN. The, the Ocho. It, yeah. <laughs> Such a good reference. The I, I'm really pumped in terms of the consistency, and I uh, like I, remember the beginning of the season like oh damn it like what station is it on this time and the fact that i can do it from anywhere in the world is even crazier so remembering trying to watch games um when it was the the columbus uh away for the final uh the the few games before that like i was overseas and trying to find a way to watch it through like a shitty vpn that slowed down the the speed of the video and now i just don't have to do that i can just watch the game yeah that's that's pretty good 
Um, and if you're a season ticket holder, which is the other cool part, you don't have to pay for it, which is uh, even yeah, better. That is Does that? Yeah. What about the six hours of um, commentary every Saturday or whatever they said? Oh, jo- over it. Jonathan, does that mean that season ticket prices are going to go up next season? Probably. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got to cover imagine. it somehow. Follow yeah. the money. Uh, <laughs> Nothing's free. I mean, if they go up, I don't have anything to do with this deal. Yep, it's going to go up. Yeah, I mean, maybe not in the supporter section where you sit, Randy, or shall I say stand? <laughs> uh, well, right. Uh, it's going to go up where it should, which for the rich fuckers that can afford it. <laughs> We call that wealth redistribution, bitch. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the I'll take a champagne tax to be able to watch the game. That's fine. So me. let's talk about. Well, a lot of people have complained about. I mean, it, first of all, this year is the first time that every home game has been broadcast for free over terrestrial TV, which was pretty pretty cool. Um, that's all going to disappear, and so you're not going to have casual fans tuning in, um, you? flipping so it I- through the channels. And the argument some people have said was, well, that's not how people watch TV anymore. You know, it's granted it's old, mostly old people that flip through the channels. But um, do you think there are casual fans of MLS? Yeah, no one's like, yeah. oh, look at this yeah. slow moving game. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, there's plenty of shitty Premier League games on TV. Just because I really guys... want to watch a bunch of South Americans um, playing and Central Americans, sorry, playing soccer. Uh, yeah, there, there's pro- maybe there isn't a lot. Um, and if you're having to rely on casual fans to increase your viewership, then you've sort of already lost. Yeah, which we can go that like this is the investment thesis for Apple for doing this deal in the first place is they don't give a fuck about old people who watch the NFL. They care about the young crop of people who are going to be excited for the World Cup, uh, who are going to tune in at some point and hook them at a young age. Like this yeah. is a clearly a long term investment, but for Apple, it is it looks super expensive. Like you were saying, Randy, like in years one through three, but when you get through years like seven through ten, forget it, dude. Like this is like a they're going to be printing money, off and of they're it. just it's- also trying to get their feet wet so they could maybe make a bigger deal in the future. With it's someone else. The to put it in perspective, that's true. Hopefully they'll do a better job than they did with baseball. Although I don't know why you'd want to watch baseball on TV in the first place. Because Greg doesn't have any friends. Uh to put it in perspective, I think the this whole deal for 10 years, what was it? Uh NFL gets paid that much every year for their broadcasting rights. Well, NFL can also have 30 times the commercials. So, yeah. Yeah. And just so you know, like tickets for opening day, like for the Rams against the bills are going for like eight, $9,000 for crappy seats. Yeah. And Apple. Oh, no, the Rams. Yeah. And the Rams, bills? They, just, they just won the world series. I mean, what, yeah. what's, what are they called? <laughs> they Super Bowl. won the world series. Super Bowl. And then the, the I guess the bills are NFL. supposed to, the bills are supposed to win next year. Yeah. So it's no, like it's everyone great. wants. Apple it's, TV already has the biggest commercial for MLS on it, and that's Ted Lasso. That's true. Ooh. That's true. The morning um, show. Who, my con- conspiracy theory for this is that, you know, Ted Lasso, when you with the interviews with Jason Sudeikis, has always been like, it's going to be three seasons. We'll tell the whole story. But I think 
they're going to turn it into like at least seasons four and five and capitalize on their investment in MLS broadcasting and have Ted Lasso come home. And you th- think he'll shovel money at him? Yeah, I think it's yeah. gonna, like if you remember, like um, Nick Muhammad in the in the show was saying, uh, he's like, "You don't belong here. You should be home with your son." Like I think oh, it's a yeah. perfect, yeah. perfect well, precursor to him coming back for a season four and coaching in MLS. If that's the case, what's the fictitious U.S. MLS team that the he touches? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> gonna be the Timbers, the Schmimbers, the Portland Schmimbers yeah. are coming to play. Football. It'll be the galaxy. It'll, it'll, no, it'll tie those. in with, it'll be Las Vegas and it'll tie in with when their season starts. Watch. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, so like, again, not to make this about Ted Lasso, but in terms of Apple TV and Apple TV plus, but they specifically signed a deal with the premier league to get actual premier league footage for this season. So they've been filming like towards the entire you know, second half of the Premier League season in stadiums and so on. Right. So it's going to be interesting. And if they turn that into a success, they're absolutely going to use that for building popularity with MLS because the amount of people who don't like soccer who watch that show will eventually begin to like soccer, especially if they can watch it on Apple TV and have like a, a, a TV show they like centered on it. You think they'll just pay um, Jason to uh, like – go to different games and sit in the, in the fancy boxes of different teams. <laughs> it's just yeah, so like, and then they're I, like, Hey, look who's in the stands. It's yeah, he hasn't been responding to my messages. So I don't understand uh, why, but maybe he would come. If we start seeing that, we know it's happening. It must, he must be on a different pyramid level of rich than you are, Jonathan. Oh, I, I can't even, I can't even sniff his butt on that pyramid. <laughs> I can't wait for the episode where Gavin Wilkinson sexually assaults Ted Lasso and then Merritt Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, Mer- and then Merritt Paulson covers it up. Yep. Yep. An appropriate fondling. Yeah, we didn't report play. it because we didn't know we had to. It's yeah. so weird. It's I had no idea that we had to report sexual assault and uh, all this stuff. No, it was so weird. I had no idea. We could have asked. I mean, my name's Gavin. Read the report. <laughs> have you seen the report? We didn't Read have it. a phone number for the guy that we could have asked. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't figure out how to dial 911. We have a fucking problem in this organization. Let's go drink some whiskey. Um, <laughs> anything oh! else? What, what I didn't tell everybody that story on the podcast because it hasn't happened since the last episode was I went to the whiskey library and uh, we saw Gavin Wilkinson and Gio Savarese coming down the stairs. They think they were having a meeting that was nefarious. Uh, what's the whiskey library? Do you uh, like, do you, yeah, you, you borrow a lot of whiskey and like swish it around your mouth and spit it back into the bottle and then put it back on the shelf? What's that all about? Yeah, kind of. So it's it's so obviously everyone knows now the bourbon craze is as crazy as the crap beer craze was 10 years ago right and which explains everyone, why i'm just now getting into it yeah it totally makes sense right it's it's super i got into it just before it got cool and now that i know how cool it is i wish i would have got into it two years sooner because you could have bought anything and it wouldn't have been uh like a like a treasure hunt but the there is a bar in Portland called the Multnomah Whiskey Library, and they have a members only 
um, reservation system where you can sometimes pay to get a reservation, but it's not common or you can get a hall pass from a member and they have every like hard alcohol you've ever heard of. And it's still pretty expensive in terms of what you're buying when you get there. However, Uh, you can pretty much, again, buy anything you've ever heard of. So yeah. if you're like, I want to try a Pappy 23 from a special year, blah, 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 they probably have it. And uh, getting a membership, there is a waiting list, which is ridiculous. And I got fortunate and was able to get one at a charity auction. I think it was Big Brothers and Big we're Sisters. All, we're all sick about hearing how fortunate you are. Yeah, I was, I was very <laughs> lucky uh, and took advantage of what at that point was, it was pre-pandemic, so it was... Uh, there was like a winter storm and they couldn't do the, um, the live auction. So they did everything online. And when you're doing a live auction in, you know, a charity event, everyone's getting hammered. So like the, the wallets open up and um, I got it for very cheap in the grand scheme of whiskey library membership. So walking down the steps, their, their, uh, their chakras, their color auras, how, what was the vibe that you were getting from these guys? they were hightailing out of there because they definitely so it's really because they recognized the press was there yeah, they're like yeah. oh shit portland vanity soccer podcast is here yeah. pvsp like, is here we better bail yeah we have we have some pvsp members in the building so you're gonna have to do a jump out the window at the back <laughs> uh no it was it was really funny it was uh my wife's birthday and so we went for for cocktails me her and her friend my Rebecca. wife yeah <laughs> rebecca who sometimes listens to this podcast rebecca if you're listening thanks um and my so if you go in the building they own another bar downstairs called like the green room which is like any one of you normal people can go to and <laughs> buy overpriced bourbon uh but you go upstairs and you go into the whiskey library but like you're standing downstairs at like the the check-in stand and my back was to the stairs so i couldn't see it but i saw brianna um looking behind me and i was like what the fuck are you checking out girl shit um um I uh, I turn around and I look and right there it's like Gavin Wilkinson is within inches of my face walking by me and then uh, Geo right behind him and I did not have enough time to even muster a actual word I was going to be like Gavin you piece of shit and <laughs> um, uh, Geo stop making stupid subs but it was very interesting so I wonder what they were discussing at the whiskey library very interesting hmm interesting they're so, probably discussing Ga- um geo's resignation mm, i might i might think so but so anyway if anyone would like to go to the molten little Mosky library uh, why don't you tweet us and maybe maybe i'll take you for a very expensive beverage oh, would you would you so really I, want to take any of those people that are going to tweet you no yeah, i mean can I tweet you? Will you just take me? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous, dude. Like when you order like an old fashioned, they actually make it at your table. Oh, that sounds awesome. I love an old fashioned. Yeah. All right. Well, then maybe Randy we wants to go. Little... You should take We should record from there. What's your Why favorite old fashioned in Portland, Randy? I don't have one. The one, the last one that I had, wherever I had one. I don't. Alden have... at the pharmacy is phenomenal. Um, Greg, if you didn't know this about me already, um, I'm old. And oh. I have kids, and so I don't ever go out. Well, you're we call old? Randy the old fashioned. Oh, <laughs> hey, zinger! Somebody should write a song about how old Randy is. Somebody should, man. <laughs> hmm. Maybe we can insert it here.
uh, Randy, that timestamp is 56 minutes and 54 seconds. Um, so, ah, right, we should do that. We should do a PVSP get together this this Ju- this July at the Multnomah Whiskey Library. Unless Apple deal. I mean, cautiously I optimistic is what my my overall mood is. I think it's Ooh, a good okay. idea. Let's do the let's do a rating. Let's do like a scale of one to ten. Josh, you go first. Okay, I think it's maybe like a seven. Okay, maybe eight. Randy? I was gonna say eight. Ooh, for Randy, that's a high mark. Yeah, uh, I I gotta admit, I'm a little bit. I mean, is uh, I'm gonna catch a lot of grief for this, despite everything that's happened in the last three decades. I'm still a little bit of an Apple fanboy. Yeah, that's fair. But if you don't, you know, like they always say that you don't need the you don't need to have an Apple TV. Well, you do because half the TVs don't even have the Apple, well, you, like you an can, Apple app. You can you get can. that on um, Fire Stick or Chrome. Yeah, but then you have to still buy something, you know, like. Yeah. But you it's don't have to. But Apple, TV, you just Apple TVs are like one hundred and twenty five bucks or something like that. Uh. Um, the fire sticks like 50 or 40 or 30, depending on if it's on sale. It's like double Dude, the price. I don't and actually, you do have to, to, you do have to pay. I think you actually still have to pay for Apple plus too. the service. You have to pay the base. No, rate. no, you don't. If you, in the article, it's like, um, it says specifically, you can just have the Apple app and then sign into this special specifically. Yeah. Okay. The, good. The MLS content is going to be a standalone service. They have not announced how much it is going to cost yet. MLS yeah. content is fantastic. Um, Greg, what, what's oh. your rating? Wait, no one cares about an Android user, so I'm going to go <laughs> nine out of ten uh, uh, for 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 this arrangement. Greg's going most three out of four. Better. Do you think there's going to be a, a season ticket somewhere that's cheap enough that'll that uh, is the price point going to be near enough oh, where shit. someone's like, that's a really oh man, good question. I'll buy a Vancouver Whitecaps season ticket just so I can For get four fifty a seat. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's I didn't funny. even think about that. That's a really good question. Uh, I bet you if you get something like FC Dallas or Houston where they have some ridiculously cheap. It, that might well, not be incorrect. And I just thought of this: What if you have multiple season ticket holders in the same household? Can somebody transfer there? That was a so, Greg. I had the same question. So again, like I have the the six overall tickets. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense for me to transfer three of them to Brianna so we can have two? Nothing you do so makes sense. Share it? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Don't they charge you to transfer tickets like that? maybe like 20 bucks, but like a one-time charge. I mean, it, like the service fee to transfer a season ticket to somebody like in perpetuity yeah. in, in perpetuity. Per- it's perpetuity. A, it's not like a hundred and I, mean, I guess if you're rich, you have that. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Jonathan yeah, pays like, somebody to tie his shoes for him. He doesn't care. Yeah. yeah that's a, that's, a, I don't want to bend over. I got stuff to do. Hey, you guys, oh, I have seen my toes. Thank you very much, Josh. I trimmed the toenails today. It hurt. Oh, but I did it. <laughs> um, uh, Gucci and Adidas have done a collaboration line. So if you want to get yourself some gazelles that are Gucci and Adidas, they're really cheap. So go buy some. If you want to be the guy we made fun of in the last episode, go <laughs> buy some of those. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, hey, wh- let's talk about 
things that are coming up in the future or, or Greg, do you want to do your, no. your, your Randy's lar- impending death? Your, <laughs> do you want to do your Larks update? It's gone kind of long. So I'll just say the PDX FC season is still happening. There is a match probably, uh, this probably won't drop before Thursday, but we're playing in Eugene, but on Sunday, which is, what's that? 26, 26. Sunday, June 26, where we'll be playing Ballard FC at home at 2 PM. Uh, it's been a mixed season, uh, some ups and downs. We haven't won in about three matches, but hoping to turn that around this Saturday, man. Seriously, this season is so fast. I feel like I went to that first the the one that I went to I forget what match it was but it was blast I was like I'm for sure gonna do this again and then now it's over my yeah and then like stuff happened where like I had to go out of town a couple of weeks and all all of a sudden it's like two thirds of the way done it is a two month long season there are only six home matches yeah so I'm a season ticket holder just in case you guys all want to know yeah me too I, I I've been to all of them. Um, I wish I, man, I really want to get to see another one. I think, man, Simon's got a soccer tournament on this week. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make Sundays either. That really stinks. Well, maybe he shouldn't be in his tournament. Oh, I, I was, would, I was actually going to go ahead. I was actually going to try and make it to the one Ballard game that was up in Seattle area that weekend, but we didn't get up there in time for me to make it. Mm. Well, if you don't make it this Sunday, we, our last two home matches are July 10th against Lane United at 1 p.m. and July 15th against Oli Town. Uh, it's a good it's a good time listeners you should definitely go if you can. If you if you're not going to watch Simon play at his tournament. <laughs> yeah, if you want to watch a bunch of underage kids play soccer, you can go there. If you, uh, you want to watch is... normal people play, you can come and hang out yeah. with Jonathan. If you want to watch former Timbers coach and play on the field, you should go see United PDX. That's right. Or United PDX. PDX. Or one of PDX. those. Randy's just making up teams. You should now. go. United yeah. FC Nottingham Forest. Yes, exactly. Um, hey, the guy who made the Nottingham Forest logo, logo is a Timbers supporter. He lives in New York City. He's from the UK, but uh, he used to work for the, uh, MLS, and he did a little bit of motion graphics and, and some consulting and stuff for them. Uh you know, like say phase one or phase two MLS and uh, that he got turned on to um, the Timbers through that. And he made the Timbers his MLS team. Um, huh. Yeah. He made I wonder, the- if he also, I wonder if he also did Lane United's crest. Cause Lane United just straight ripped off Nottingham. Uh, no, Lane. Oh, Lane United. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly that logo. I think they changed uh, this tree. That's all they did. They just made a different species. Of add tree. two branches to the tree. Shout out to Carl. <laughs> if you're listening, Carl. Carnival Cruises? Carl's uh, very excited about not- Nottingham because they were promoted. All I can think about is Aqua Teen Hunger Force when you say Carl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, future episodes. I got a line on a former USL 2 ref. Um, who also refed uh, a USL one match? Uh, no, your match he refed, yeah, a T two match. Um, and he happens to be a guy that sits in a trashy section known as one hundred three. Um, oh, gross! <laughs> <barf>! <laughs> oh, Come on, God. you guys. He, they they 
people think we're actually mad at 103, but we're not. So. Good. It's so much fun. I know. I'm mad at 103. But this was a casual. 103 is the Greg of TA. <laughs> casual, <laughs> casual listeners actually think we have a beef with 103. Well, we'll we might address that. 103. Um, what else we got? We, Greg, you have something you're working on? Oh, getting a guest? we're working on. Yeah, we're working on getting somebody from PDXFC to come on. Uh, a coach, possibly multiple coaches, possibly some players. Uh, I wish they were a little bit more responsive. Well, so that, if, yeah. if you guys want to help us, just tweet at PDXFC on Twitter and say, hey, <laughs> go on Portland Vanity. And just or we could just bring a mic to the game and run on the field. Yeah. yeah we'll do that. <laughs> I'm right. sure I'm sure that would help us greatly. <laughs> Those guys are. How do you and feel then... about the play? <laughs> And then I'm working on an interview with Cage Leitner from Portland Community Football Club. So if anyone is not familiar with PCFC, check it out. Uh, It's a very cool organization. So we're going to have quite a few interviews coming up in the next uh, next couple of months. And if the if the game results continue, then it will be it'll be well worth the interviews. Hey, uh, Josh, what are you working on besides fulfilling two year old merch orders? I am working on absolutely nothing. (laughs) And I just got a new motorcycle, so that's cool. Speaking <laughs> speaking of PCFC, uh, they are the beneficiaries of Black Arts Union's 2022 Pride Razor campaign. Suck my balls. When? When did you do that? It's happening right now. It's it's Pride Razor as we speak. So can visit um, visit uh, at um, uh, BHU official on Twitter, and we will have a link to our Pride Razor in there. And you can join our Pride Razor and donate to PCFC. Uh, no shit, organization. Dude, that's awesome. I'm more of a Pride Gazer. And I'll find the link so you guys can include it in the show notes, too. Hey, let's do predictions for the next match. Against who? That stupid team from Colorado? Yes. <laughs> Didn't we already God, play them? God damn it. I fucking hate This is like the worst game in the entire season. Why is that? Because it's stupid. As Josh was saying earlier about promotion and relegation, playing against Colorado would be like playing Fapple in my backyard that doesn't have grass. <laughs> Colorado beats us. Lately. No, they don't. They beat us last game. No, they didn't. We knocked yeah, them out of the playoffs, a-holes. But didn't we play them at the beginning of the season? I don't care, Josh. I told you in the beginning of the episode, I don't do facts. I don't care about anything. Right. I think that Colorado <laughs> will beat us 14-0. Where are they in the standings? Where are we in the standings? 18th place. 18th place. All right, I'm looking. Look at right, let's, beep, let's beep, look it up. This episode beep, is brought to you by Google. Yeah. Lycos. So they're currently in ninth place with a total of 19 points on 15 games. We're currently in 13th place on Ugh. 16 points on 16 games. God, we are so good at sports. So um, hilariously, we're only one win behind being tied with them. Okay. Two to one Timbers. Oh, wow. Wait, no, hold up. Who's going to score? Um, Man, Blanco and... Uh, <sighs> no, I'm going to... No. Tui Loma and, and Fukasha Bread. Oh, you think this is our, um, our this is our beginning? No, uh, no. I take that back. Tui Loma and... Uh, Tui Loma. Yeah, Dang I was going to say that. Mora and Bill to Felipe Mora, man. He's going to come on with 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and he's going to score. I think um, Steve Clark's going to make a miraculous return and score for (laughs) us. 
I did check the transfer winter uh, window opens on July yeah. 7th. He's going to do, he's going to have such, such a howler that it's going to affect this, <laughs> the score in a game that he's not even playing in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I All right. So, guy. so you say two to one Timbers with uh, Mora and Tui Loma scoring goals. Yes. Greg. Two to one loss in stoppage. Oh, okay. Uh, who scores our goal? Who scores our goal? It's going to be Jimmy. Okay. Okay. Josh. I think I agree with Randy. Um, but then I also feel that maybe we could, if this is, if we start actually playing like we're supposed to at this time of the year, maybe we can do a four, one, a four to one. Yeah. A weird number, right? Okay. All right. I mean, hit me with some goal scorers on that one, buddy. I don't even know who's on the team. <laughs> Margo, 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 Jonathan, Jake Zivin, my, my dad, Jake, Roy, Roy Boy, Roy too. Boy, Fantastic. Yeah. There's so many people that can score. Uh, I'm going to go with a three to two loss, and I think uh, that Tui Loma and Mabiala are going to score. Uh, okay, let's see how that goes. Uh, closing song this week is from a band called the Slink Moss Explosion. Um, I had one of those in the bathroom this morning. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, a gentleman from this band called the Farmers that was around in the late 80s and through the 90s. They were kind of like a, um indie version of... Buddy Holly, they didn't have a bass player um, and uh, they just had this cool sort of early rock vibe and That's very what the world need. Very earnest, kind of wearing wearing his heart on his sleeve. Um, and uh, I was very excited this year to find out, to finally, you know, finding out about the Farmers. Um, they were a Chicago band, trying to find what they were up to, where those guys disappeared to. Um, you could never find anything, but I... Uh, Recently, so some random band from the seventies that wrote a punk song that Randy likes that no one else has heard of. No, that's didn't you just? I just described the. And type now of we're music. trying to find out where they are now. The type I, of I t- the type I of stopped, I stopped listening. Type of music they played. Episode. It was. Uh, they they had a pretty big following in the in the Midwest. Anyway, people. Slick Mox. <laughs> <laughs> was that like a Denny's? Yes. Uh, Slink Moss. Remember the Denny's Hardcore band? Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) We actually got to send you a link to the Denny's Hardcore band. What the fuck is up, Denny's? (laughs) That was pretty good. Uh, Getting back to it, Slink Moss Explosion is a little bit smoother. They have a little bit more of a rockabilly vibe, a little bit more polished. Um, Some of the tracks. This track's called Beware, Beware. Um... If you've ever seen that movie, The Waitress, uh, they they had a track on that um, movie with, with Adrian, that poor unfortunate woman that died was murdered. You guys familiar with that story? They made a documentary about her. No, no, man, I forget what her name was, but she was an in- indie actor. You guys would recognize her if you saw her. Um, anyway. Slink Moss Explosion. Beware, beware. Check it out. I'm gonna dump this episode. I'm not even going to do any editing. I'll cut out the beginning. Yeah, it yeah. is as is. It will Sweet. be. It will drop before Thursday. So sh- eat it, Greg. 
That's, wow. what, that's what happens wait, 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 when wait. you don't do your, when you move and suddenly become busy and don't want to edit. You don't want to edit? I don't want to edit either. Yeah. Hey, guess what? The song will be available on our kick-ass Spotify link that's called, what is it kick called? Kick-ass! Search, ra- oh, it's Radio Free PVSP, I think. <laughs> you have to search for that. Now you got on the internet? <laughs> on the internet machine. Ask Jeeves. Okay, let's do this over so you can just cut that chunk out. I'm not, I'm not cutting out. anything. We're not cutting. Okay, then whatever. Email us at portlandvanity at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 503-583-4235. Facebook, Portland Vanity. Instagram, Portland Vanity. Twitter, PDX Vanity Soccer. BHU Official or something like that. What is it, Greg? Uh, at BHU Official on Twitter and Black Arts Union on Facebook. Is, and, is there a is there an unofficial BHU or something you guys had to worry? Yeah, about there's that. like fourteen. There's BHU yeah, after me, dark. Yeah, ooh, the BHU after dark brunch. Was brunch HU. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you guys <laughs> later. Randy hates everyone. <laughs>
are you a Smartless fan? What? What? Yeah, who who said bye? That was me. You don't you don't you listen to Smartless? No, I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, dude, that's a it's a po- podcast with Jason Bateman and um what's his name? Jack from Will and Jack, Will and Grace. I forget that no, guy's name. Now the Randy Bi- wants to stay on and keep recording. Yeah, the, oh, the Bi- Jack Bi- is like from uh, making fun of relationship status people um, where you come up with like, oh, actually, if you go watch the movie The Hangover, um, uh, what's his name's character does that in the beginning when they get to Vegas, where he's like, bye. Uh, that's Keith the idea. And that's what Jonathan's liver said to him when he got to Vegas. That's how it's Will Arnett, Justin Bateman, and the guy from Will and Grace, um, the Jack guy. Uh, it's it, those guys have John been friends Fryer. for a long time. It's it's really good podcast. It's really funny. Um, this is the part. Uh, I guess I'll insert that jingle where um, like, where I talk about other podcasts. But they end up every episode with saying "bye," coming away. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. So if you like any of those guys, Will Arnett, Justin Bateman. I do. And you should before, Well, before you stop recording, have you guys ever been to the ice bar before where everything's made of ice when you get inside the bar? The one right. in um, Canada or the one in Iceland? They're Jonathan, just because the women don't want to talk to you doesn't mean they're made out of ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Um we uh, yes. so we did two crazy I, things in Vegas. We did a helicopter ride to the Grand Canyon. A helicopter um, ride to Iceland to go to the ice bar. <laughs> I just wanted to check it out. Uh, so it was 110 degrees in Vegas when we got there, which was obviously ridiculously hot. But if you're going in and out of casinos, who cares? Um, but then we decided to do a helicopter ride, and Brianna had pre-booked it. It was great, and so we get to the helicopter ride and we're on our way. We passed the the Hoover Dam and whatnot. It's a 45 minute ride to get to Arizona from Vegas in a helicopter. And it was the abort temperature to land in the Grand Canyon was 116. And when we landed, it was 115.5. It was so freaking hot. I wow, that's a good uh, story. So, so why is that? Why is that temperature set? Is it because of the, it affects the, the functionality of the helicopter, or is it just, yeah, mean, the, or the, the people make, are just going to pass out and they won't? No, it's, it's the equipment in the helicopter. They have like problems with whatever, like reading whatever dials yeah. and they change based on temperature. Jeez, and then man, stroke, vagina will melt. Yeah, it will. I don't then, know if I would want to be on a, on a helicopter cruise where the guy in charge of the, the safety thing was like, oh, 0.5 degrees closer to the oh, that's good We're enough good. yeah dude i i it I, the same feeling at the same time where i'm going he's like yeah we'll take this down i'm going wait 0.5 degrees in the grand scheme of a temperature is literally nothing uh when you're talking like 115.5 to 116 and uh we still landed it was fine uh it was super awesome and later that night we went to the ice bar which is, again, everything is made out of ice, even your cup <laughs> for your nuts. Uh, I like that you and... go to the Grand Canyon, but you send us a picture of you drinking Fireball in the lobby. With Ted at, Cruz. At, at Caesars, <laughs> with Ted Cruz. With yeah. Ted Cruz. Um, yeah, it was, uh, uh, I mean, the Grand Canyon was cool. I could send you those photos, but you guys, I don't want you to think anything good of me. <laughs> yeah, but there's um, Vaseline in the, um, okay. I mean, there's, um what is it called? Oh my god, why am I? Hey, Just, I can um, see my lotion. my pain pills. Your pain pills are right there too. Yeah. Yeah. Is that an actual? Them. 
Is that an actual Fender telly or is that a knockoff? Yeah. No, it's real. Nice. With Aquabat glasses, anti-bat glasses on it. Fuck yeah. I didn't know you played, Josh. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> debate, debate. I mainly play the skin flute. I just told my I just told my dad I was recording, so you can obviously hear him just doing whatever the hell he's doing upstairs. How excited are you about having your dad live with you full time? So much fun. What's going on with that container of not of noise that you have? Yeah, it was just some a container of nuts that I was enjoying. Okay, are we ready to go? Are we nuts? Oh Jesus! (laughs) Um. Uh, all right, so let's keep it. I don't have time to spend editing this, so basically, I'm not going to do the, the usual dead air reduction and all that kind of stuff. So, and if it's something that you're pretty sure we're not going to keep in, just you know, don't say don't, it. Don't say it. Yeah. Um, and that includes that includes Josh saying what? Nobody puts baby in a corner. I what? I don't I don't care and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that stuff, the fans like that. The fans. 